If you were in a food fight to the death, what food would you use? A banana. Peanuts. Always, yeah, always. I was, I was thinking nuts because you just have like that allergy angle. You, right? hope, you hope they have an allergy. You That's hope. true. You I hope. mean, is Drano a food? Yeah, it is. If you what is it like that? that uh, like dur- is a durian fruit or something like that? The stuff that tastes oh, awesome but smells thing, rancid. That would start- be so oh. hard to throw a durian at someone. All right, like dumb, it, durians are big. I don't They're even big. think it tastes that good, but That's they taste better than they smell. I will give yeah, them I, that. I'm liking the Discord comments. Like you have frozen hot dogs, large salami. So, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I read this in a, a Reddit thread, like and the one. <laughs> the one that won was, or the one that they got answered was uh, crab legs, like spider crab legs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good one. If you hit someone with a, a crab leg, like pretty hard. Yeah. Right? yeah. Those, are, those are like spiky and spiky. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's going to hurt. Like <laughs> It's either that or like a coconut, maybe. Yeah, a coconut could do some damage. Those things kill people falling out of trees. But, so. but, but then it's not going to be like a husked coconut. You're going to get a raw coconut. Like you got to. You got to take off that initial like green stuff. So what was the question? What's if you had to be in a food fight to the death, what kind of food would you use? Oh, well, I mean, isn't anything a food if you're brave enough? <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, and, and edible At least food. once anyway. <laughs> you know. At least once. I mean, again, Ian's point still stands like anything's edible if you're brave yeah. enough. So and <sighs> live edible and livable, friable and delishable. Del- wow. You know what that's from? No, that's a no. that's an old internet quote. It's okay. Nobody it's else needs to. Friable and delishable. What is yeah. friable? And Jones barbecue and foot massage. Go look it up. Oh, I I do know that one. Yes, yes, that is good stuff. <laughs> so what is the what is the sauce plan, here, Ryan? Massage oil. <laughs> how how are we doing this in Zoom? Um. Well, we're here now. We're live streaming, so are we're we live. live. Heads right up. Oh, we're live. Right. We're live on YouTube right now. People yeah. are chatting with us in the Discord, so we're we're there. We it's hear and we're be... there. Yeah. Uh, we don't have is all the fun restream stuff because restream is 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 having a bad time right now. Mm. Uh, so Hug we're gonna to have restream. to just we're just gonna have to look at Discord and Zoom at the same time. And we don't we don't. Somebody pointed out that I didn't, I didn't even think of is that uh, you know we don't have the broken finger. Yeah, no broken now. finger. Someone today. just changed their. Oh, I'll just have to go like. That's how we start. We don't have it anymore. I mean, we could play it through. Can you do your screen and play the video? Yeah. <laughs> can you at least get a little window of it. I mean, I can. I, I can bring up like last week's on like the YouTube and just like hold it up <laughs> to the screen. Yeah, just like, there you go. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It might be even more off the rails than normal, yeah, but it'll get figured out. We could play a video through Zoom, but I don't have it readily available. I'd have we to need... like re-export it from, from Final Cut. Then we I can just... do one of those Brady Bunch intros. We need one more square. It depends. It de- you need one more square. It depends on how, how big your window is. For me, we are in two columns of f- four. <laughs> well, he mentioned the Brady Bunch, so we need one oh, more weird. square to get the, yeah. the three by three on my screen. Uh, so unfortunately, long- we're all in different positions relative to each other. So this is crazy. Like Wade's right yeah. below me, and Ryan's to the <laughs> yeah. left. And you're, you're, oh, Wade, you're, yeah, Wade's center square for me. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. say Wade's, Wade's center, center for, for me. me. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Um, I am. I'm like, I am yeah, he's right there for me. Wade is, Wade is the Paul Lind of us. 
Paul <laughs> I want to be the Gilbert Godfrey, but I'll take Paul Lind, I guess. Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. Oh, man. All right, so, so bets on food. next week's lead story for us being Restream having been hacked. Mm. <laughs> Just wait Maybe, for it. Yeah. They got hacked via Okta, of course. Yeah, everybody oh. gets hacked via Okta. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Okta and default settings. That's oh, it. My God. <laughs> has has anybody seen the things going on with Sports Illustrated and and a and getting caught using AI generated articles? Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. I, <laughs> it is hilarious their response to this at this point. Okay, so they were initially saying their initial response to being found out they were being investigated was literally to take down some pictures. And put up different ones saying that it was being done because those people didn't want it to write under false names because they didn't want to be known. And as the investigation kept going and going and going, they tried to say, oh, it's come to our attention that there are people turning in these articles using AI generated things. So we're trying to remove them quickly from our site. I like my, my, my favorite part of what you just said, though, is it's like if only there was some literary function that's existed for like hundreds of years right. writing under a pseudonym like a like a french word like nom de plume or something <laughs> and they're, now they're trying to say it's it's not even their fault they work with a partner company oh, and yeah. it's the partner's company's policy to use these pseudonyms and things like that and it's like wait just how far are you going to try to pass it's the blame on this one it's, it's risk acceptance all the way down. <laughs> it's like turtle risk acceptance, turtle risk acceptance. <laughs> I'm right. scared. Where so, are we? This is, is this the new we're zoom? In zoom? No, are this is the, the old zoom. zoom? Yeah. This, oh. this is the old zoom. This isn't the new fancy thing. <laughs> Hi guys. Good afternoon. Wait, it's what me? I could build. Oh, in yeah, the we really two minutes. We're live. We're live. How many zooms are there? Why are there multiple zooms? I'm scared. Corey, do you want to take it today? Because I literally just drove into the house. Like, I drove. Like, literally, he like drove drove in through the living room and through the living <laughs> room, the park, through the wall, right like above me in the kitchen. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Man. So if you want to kick a, it off, I, I, I literally quickly. four seconds ago was the first I opened the notion. So I'd say I'm very well prepared and ready to go. All right, you got it. Oh, we, yeah. How about, how about? Okay, I'll take it then. And I'll just do a general introduction without talking about the stories. And oh, then no, we'll I can talk about the stories. Just go and just go into Okta and we'll talk for the rest. John? Okta, Okta, that's it. We're done. I... We're done for the day. Yeah, we're going to get stuck on Okta <laughs> and then that's it. I'll probably do that one last because well, once last? we get to Okta, it's over. Who, who yeah, was yeah. It? I, I, was like I can Harrison take it if you or... want, John. I, I didn't just walk in the door, but I do also have this Capri Sun. Just oh. ready to go. Oh, so that proves it. You're ready. Is it, this, this episode is sponsored is it, is by that strawberry Capri kiwi? Sun? Strawberry this kiwi. Is a strawberry that? kiwi. That is, is literally oh, the yummy. Cadillac of Capri Suns right there. Yeah. <laughs> One you of want the a Cadillac. <laughs> that is the luxury sedan of juice pouches, sir. <laughs> One of those Capri Suns will give you enough sugar for the next three days. I swear. Usually, these are reserved for outdoor activities. These are great for skiing or other things where you're like outside and need like a packet of sugar. But oh, uh, we're gonna roll the finger. I'm going to pop oh, one for the news. I'm, getting I'm, ready. Scared. I'm, getting I'm scared. Ready. I'm ready, though, but I'm scared. So, Wade, are, change is scary. Wade, are you up for speak, speaking about the uh, Splunk vulnerability? No. <laughs> That's like <laughs> the one I didn't read. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
John, we all don't right. speak from authority. We speak from chaos. All of us are equally prepared. It's fine. Let me let, let me read it real quick. Roll yeah. the finger. I'll read John, it. The code execution. Roll the Give them time to read. Okay. Give us the finger, Ryan. Yeah. This is this is rough, but I think, I think it'll we work. can talk over it too this time. Everyone be oh, wait. quiet. Wait, no, no, play it. Phone? Go ahead and play it. Information security talking about InfoSec News. Up next, Sean Strand. Hello and welcome, oh. everybody, to another edition of Black Hills Information Security, talking about news. In this episode of Talking About News, we have stories, I guess, that we will be talking about. So that should be fun with some InfoSec stories heading your way here shortly. While I'm dancing to give my co-host time to actually read the stories, just shows how professional <laughs> we are. We don't need to read the stories. It's just repeats of the same crap we've been dealing with for 17 years. So give us a few moments. Uh, but this edition of Black Hills Information Security Talking About News is brought to you by Anti-Siphon Security Training. We do training. That happens to be security training. And Black Hills Information Security, we do hacking stuff, stopping hackers or hacking things or whatever. So check those two things out because that's important. So let's go ahead and let's get started, everybody. I'm in this new non-restream interface and it's freaking me out a little bit. Ryan, are we doing okay here? Yeah, we're, we're doing comments okay. Or Is this thing on? I can't see any comments. We're scared. Oh, you got to use the Discord. You got to use Where's Discord chat. Got to get on I the Discord. Discord. Yeah, Someone yeah. give me a link or something? I can explain. <laughs> so spoiled. Well, how would I join Discord if I wanted to, right? But like, if I was to do that, where would I go? Give me a link in the, oh, in the chat. You, okay, somebody. I'll give you a link in the, in the chat here. It's so lonely. Uh, Ryan. I thought the links are in the bio. Oh, there we go. The doodly do. Let's go ahead and let's do, go to that real quick. And now you got to go. Works. All right. Now it wants fine. me to, I, now it wants I me manually, to log in. I Let me grab out. that link and put that over. What an absolute disaster. By I'm the way, printing this is, out, I'm printing out all the comments. Don't worry. I have a live dot matrix totally, printer just printing them one by one. Just so everybody knows, this is not the fault of my elite crack team. This is totally my fault. We uh, don't do we, crack. Wait, we pivoted well, all right? We're still up and running. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. all right. yeah. So what's so, the challenge? What happened right here? Am I embedded that, together? Uh, restream is is kind of having a bad day, and it's just not working for us. So at, at like last minute, like two minutes before we had to get things going here, I, I I set this up within two minutes on Zoom, so we could at least stream. Two minutes, and here we are. So God damn! All right, so there we go. I must <laughs> be on the way. Talk about the, the Zoom well, link on Discord. Yeah, the I must way around. be. The I must link be in I the right place John because Bronwyn is giving me shit. Mm -mm. She's like, quit, taking, <laughs> quit, quit blaming third parties. So, okay, so. we should first of all, we should talk about the water district one because we talked about it. that after the show last. This is kind of making waves in the OT industry, oh, which waves. we don't talk about the OT industry that much. Uh, Shout out to all the people out there wearing hard hats every day. I mean, I don't know how you do it. They make you look Respect. good, though. Respect. But yeah, so the, basically, um, I'm, I guess we don't have an article up, but I'm just going to give it I'm straight off the there. cuff. Getting there. He's, he's you know this information will be wrong, so I just want to say that. But basically, <laughs> long story short, uh, uh, what is it called? Free Iran or <laughs> something? Free Iran. <laughs> Are you talking okay. about like Stuxnet? I, I, an, Iranian, an Iranian threat group who is trying to join in on the Israeli-Palestinian action went after Which devices made by uh, 
basically an Israeli OT company. And they probably just went on Shodan and searched for the uh, this device type. It's basically mm-hmm. a PLC HMI type of deal. And then they compromised them all with a zero day. And essentially, one of those compromised devices happened to be a water district in Pennsylvania. It's um, Google water hacked. Ryan just gave us the link. Uh, so it. Ryan, you have the link, sir. You've got the power. So apparently it now also there's <laughs> there been go. an update and it affects another uh, water district in Texas. Um, the first one was the Municipal Water Authority of Aliquipia or Aliquipa in Western PA. And We're going to find the... out from somebody in Philly that that's like, that's not how you say it. It's Aquipa. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's West, it's Western PA. So it would be oh. the other side. This is the uh, oh, Appalachian or the, uh, I guess, kind of Appalachians, Allegheny. Pittsburgh side know, of the state. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Basically uh, rural part of the state. And uh, it, it specifically says a photo the Water Authority provided to news outlets showed the front panel of a PLC, a toaster sized box, often abbreviated, abbreviated as PLC, which I just said, used to automate physical processes that displayed an anti-Israeli message. <laughs> a sign I, above it said, primary PLC. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little on the nose there, don't you think? Um, there's, there, okay, so I've got a really, really cynical part of me on this. Like, we've had a couple of different attacks. There was one down in Florida that we thought maybe was a uh, was a cyber attack. Turned out it wasn't. And then, of course, you had the stuff with Stuxnet, um, and that was kind of a thing. But when I'm walking around RSA and a lot of these conferences and talking about vendors that are specifically focused on PLC, SCADA, ICS, OT technologies, I keep this, like it's a, it's a sad kind of like thing that's in the back of my head, but it seems like they're waiting for the day where something really bad happens with OT and people actually die to the point where it like can drive sales to their products at that oh. Is that is that too cynical? Did I take this too far? That's really dark, John. Yeah, well, yeah it's really dark. dark. But I'll do a darker one for you and not blame the security vendors. I oh, mean, go we for saw it. in California uh, the the power companies out there put off and deferred maintenance and deferred maintenance on on a lot of this operational technology and and the things, the trees and whatnot, and the underbrush. And they were literally the cause of massive wildfires and destruction. And why did they do it? Anyone care to guess? Money. money. Cut costs. Yes, it was money. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, I have no doubt in my mind that it will take. But no. well, so these water districts don't have a lot of money, though, I guess. No, so, no, no, they don't. They're not no. like rolling in money. Well, yeah. So one of the things and, and this article kind of was would have been better discussed when Greg was around. But one of the things he said last week after the show ended, yes, we have secret conversations after the show's over. You have to come to the show to find out. But um. Basically, he said that the OT vendors were all just like essentially in the water in the water space. Apparently, they when put under regulatory pressure, the water districts were like, nah, we're not we can't afford this. We're all out of money. So let's riff on this just a little bit, right? Because we constantly have these conversations with these different groups and they're like, oh, it's really expensive for us to 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 upgrade all of our equipment. You installed the equipment once. I mean, it's kind of, I guess I'm getting cynical and I want to explain why I'm getting cynical and this lines up with it, right? The first reason why I'm getting cynical is because I found out uh, through a a person that I've known for a really obscenely long time that in the insurance space, 
that, you know, BHIS always wanted to get on insurance boards for these insurance companies, right? So if there's a panel and there's a breach, you know, BHIS can do IR for those organizations. And this particular individual pointed out to me is like, no, BHIS doesn't want to be on those panels. And I'm like, why? Because the payment is $100 to $125 per hour to work IR for breaches whenever you're hired underneath an insurance panel. And I'm like, what the freaking hell happened there? And what inevitably happened was insurance companies are paying for this. So they wanted to get the cheapest that they possibly can. And there's a whole bunch of firms out there that are basically like, what we can do is we can outsource all of the technical parts to people in India, which by the way, I'm going to circle back to that in just a couple of seconds. So give me a moment. And then we can have people in the United States that are the IR managers that are the face of the technical response of that incident. And we can drive that price down as low as we possibly can. This sucks. Like this, this whole entire thing effing happened. And I didn't even know that this happened. Right. Um, and the reason why that concerns me is because it's driving a race to the bottom for security services to be as cheap as they possibly can. And it, 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 there was no standards for how an IR report was supposed to be or what proper IR was supposed to look like on the output of it. So we ended up with an absolutely crappy system for IR services for insurance companies. Great. Take that. And then also look at it from PCI ASV, right? PCI payment card industry with, you know, security and you got Visa, you got MasterCard, you got all these people coming together. You develop ASV standards for scanning. And it quickly became a cost per IP address game that went to the lowest possible bidder and just absolutely destroyed any validity that you would get for a PCI ASV. And when we're looking at like NERC-SIP, when we're looking at SCADA ICS OT, you're looking at all of these different things. There's all these vendors that are standing on the sideline waiting for like the floodgates to open up and billions of dollars to go into this space. And it's not happening. You know, Ian was talking about it. You know, he wasn't joking at folks. I know that people are like, oh, Ian was joking about money. No, it absolutely was all about money. And my question is, how in the hell do we get beyond this? Right. Because like, when we were looking at the pen test space, a number of us got together years ago and we're like, this is what quality looks like. And the quality has stayed and the pricing has stayed in that area. And it seems like a lot of these other spaces, it's like, what the living hell are these different groups doing to help improve security in these specific spaces, other than just trying to keep shit as cheap as they possibly can? Sorry, well, I'm ranty because I've been is... driving all day, but I'm pissed. And I think the, that yeah, we've got the, to do the, something about this. The bar so is pretty low, though. The bar is super low. Like really what the other industries, at least from my perspective as a pen tester, one of the only things that matters is that there is a requirement they get a pen test. Yeah. Like it, the no, bar is low. It doesn't have agreed. Saying- no, 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 no. But I, but I disagree. The bar is low, but absolutely within this space, customers know what quality looks like and they know what absolute garbage looks like and the quality. And I'm, I'm also going to like some of the big five consulting firms. They're doing really good work. You look at rapid seven, we've seen some of their reports. They're doing really good work. So it never became this absolute race to the bottom. And trust me, there was a large amount of pen testing firms. If you go back 15, 20 years ago, they're like, I'll run Nessus and I'll charge $20,000. There was a race to the bottom, but there was a number of people that pushed back against that race to the bottom. So it never really happened. I feel like that never really happened in the NERC SIP space. I no, feel no, like that never I, really I mean happened is, in the IR space either. Go ahead. What, what I mean is uh, there is no requirement for water 
districts to get pen tested that I know. No. So I'm saying like it's not uh, it's not that there's a race at the bottom. They're just not doing it. They're not trying. There's no requirement. SZA and a few others actually went so far as to offer them for free to get people to do them. Yes. These are government agencies. They don't don't go based on power companies. For power companies, though, isn't like NERC SIP have some of the, like the most expensive penalties? I don't, only, I don't necessarily think for tax, but had, for, re- if for regulation a, wise. So how do we, we how do we take that regulation lines to over to tech? If only we had an expert on compliance and GRC. Oh my God, Kelly Wallace <laughs> here. <laughs> Kelly, can you talk to us? Like, what are these organizations like? Let's talk specifically in like water treatment and power generation. What are they required to do whenever it comes to testing? Is it really loosey-goosey? Is it very specific? What do we have there in that space? Well, I can't speak to the testing requirements, but I will jump back to what Wade said about fines. It's potentially $1 million a day for each offense. And considering that, as we talked about earlier in the podcast, these are small water utilities, not big budgets, I would think that a $1 million fine would scare the bejesus out of them. But only if it's levied wait, a, somebody else first. Is it, do we have any situations wait, where there's that a one fine million dollar fine for what? For for what? Per outstanding violation against NERCSIP. Oh yeah, but these are water utilities. They aren't subject to NERCSIP. That's the problem. True. There is no, no NERCSIP for so water. We make like, them subject. Yeah. Right? So I I, th- I mean I think that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. NERCSIP. Why do they care about pen testing? Number one, it's or not even pen. I mean pen testing is only the very beginning. This is like the walking. You know one step in the door but like the requirement for pen testing is outlined in NERCSIP and there are large fines so basically that cost is part of their budget because they know they're screwed if they don't follow it that isn't the case in water districts and they're going to do the minimum because technically that is sort of their job their job is Dude. to just co- make water cost as little as it possibly can cost and one thing oh, like no, speaking- i gotta correct you there they need to make water cost as little as possible for nestle yeah. <laughs> oh. Ouch. oh, by the way, Ouch. this edition of Black Ocean Information Security <laughs> talking about news is totally not brought to you by Nestle, or <laughs> it will never be. The Free Sun, uh, probably also. Free Sun. Free Sun. Also, I, I, I went to an MSP conference uh, last year, and we're talking about small municipalities. 56% of the critical infrastructure in America is protected by MSPs and MSSPs. And there's some amazing MSPs, by the way, out there. There's some amazing MSSPs out there, but still a tremendous number of them were talking about dollars and cents. They're basically, they won the contract because they were the cheapest MSP for that contract. And a bunch yeah. of MSPs, unfortunately, still have that mindset of being this race to the bottom on it as well. I do want to call out, uh, I had a quote from Flackfest that I really liked and I wanted to call out. Said the Zoom upgrade. No, no, that's not it. God yeah. damn, where's that quote? <laughs> well, I'm gonna stop just reading these things. <laughs> well, in what we've learned is John here. will completely like Ron Burgundy. Yeah, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Here's ah, a question. Uh, Here's a question based ahead. off of um, potential fines, etc. What are they going to do, especially if it's a municipality? Find it into oblivion. Stop people from getting yeah, what does water. That look like? I mean, what, <laughs> what does that look like? What does it We're look like? In shut the you end? down, power. Yeah, I mean, well, you're, if not we gonna, know- you're not going to cut off power to to a whole city to a, a municipality. You're not going to cut off water to it. You're going to wind up with a worse situation than if they were hacked. In fact, basically, that's doing what these hack, what some of these criminals or APT groups are trying to do, anyways, and shut that stuff off. So. What is the actual end game of it to go ahead and 
find like, them how do those to punish them. Look, well, no, I agree. What, what is the real well, punishment that that actually will stick with it, as opposed to saying, "Fine, go ahead and do that." We still have to go ahead and do our jobs, anyways. Yes, so, I, I. Well, what you got to do is you got to do what PG and E did, uh, where you split your company in two, and the municipality that has to pay all stuff uh, is publicly funded and goes then the, bankrupt and then all so, the and then all the profits go to your shareholders as as someone who lives in san diego and pays the highest power rate in the entire oh, entire united states right so one company owns us they have their company and then so it's sdg and e and then sempra they make so much money that there's currently law measures to finally kick them out like there's voting going on and that's also why I know Nick Sip because we'll say I, I worked there for a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think, and in, in, that wasn't a very serious answer. I mean, I guess, does anyone have a serious answer for how I, to I like get? Okay. Well, I, I do. And I know it's rare that I have the serious answer, but no, uh -oh. one of the things that, that these organizations that a lot of people miss is these water treatment plants, any OT or ICS, they say, well, why can't they just patch? Why can't they just upgrade? Often when they <laughs> buy these technologies, they buy them for 30 years. That's the amortization rate over. I'm going to. So I used to work at a company. I can say this publicly. I used to work at a company called HD Supply. You might be familiar with it. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. I think One it's 4K supply that now. they would do is <laughs> if you were a, a small town, you could call HD Supply Waterworks and say, we need a water treatment plant. And they would basically spec it out like soup to nuts, everything. It was almost like Sim City. It was like you drop yeah. these part numbers <laughs> on the ground and you will have a water treatment plant. So I heard a lot about how this stuff works and working in security. And they said, you buy these things for 30 years. When you tell me 10 years into the patching cycle that I can't use this device anymore, I can't connect it to the internet, I can't use this PLC, we don't have a plan to replace this for another 20 years. So they're working on completely different timescales than we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a, yeah, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't explain though about what the fines actually do. What, when they find the problem, we know that they need to be patched, so they, that they need to be upgraded. But how do you enforce that when, no, no, in the yeah, end, I, they're not going ahead? Okay, and really so, paying the ultimate. Price I don't think fines all. are going to work. I, I you basically no. have to require them to do things. And like one example of things can move faster in that thirty-year timescale. One example is supply chain requirements that say you can't use Chinese products in X, Y, or Z product. You you can't find them. What you have to do is just say. You have to do this. There's yeah. no downside. You just have to do it. Like you could, you could also block federal funding. You could block. It sounds like funding. we're gonna. So yeah. I think the federal funding is gonna be the thing, right? Like we need a like a cyber New Deal type of thing where <laughs> we just go in <laughs> cyber, new deal. Cyber, cyber New Deal, deal right? Stop we, cyber to stop we Cyber Nine Eleven. We need a we bring cyber up all new these SOC oh analysts. We, we 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 have like the straight boys camp for cybersecurity, just like how they did when they built all the trails <laughs> and everything. No, you don't know. This is this is like old school history. Like the they had the youth camp. Projects, yeah. <laughs> you imagine how quick our cyber game would go up. We just did that real quick. And then we just put every single one of them at a water treatment plant and just slowly improve the entire country. If I get drafted, I'm Wade Wells. I'm voting And also, if we want to if we want to pivot to power companies, but I know that we're talking about water treatment plants. Um, if you want to do some research, some light reading. Google Ooh, legislative light. capture and power companies. And that'll answer a lot of questions about why power companies aren't actually upgrading their infrastructure because they're not under a federal umbrella. It's usually state by state by state or region when it comes to power companies. 
And further, there's very specific things that power companies are allowed to do and make money off of doing those things by setting up their margins and going through and doing smart technology for like homes and doing upgrades because of computer security issues and concerns generally aren't things that a power company can do. Many power companies, not all, and actually charge the governments that they're working for, the municipalities, a profit margin associated with it. But things like running you know, high tension power lines over long distances, they can make money off of that. So if you if you ever want to try to like look into this and understand just how big of a nightmare it is, look at power grid in the United States and specifically look at legislative capture and how these organizations make their money and how they spend money with a number of different uh, groups to try to enforce or try to make sure the laws are in place that allow them to continue making money. And in short, if they aren't going to make money on upgrading a PLC, they're effing not going to do it. Like it's just not going yeah. to happen. That sounds sure. like a lot of boring reading. It so, is okay. fantastic. <laughs> Allow me to it's so much the podcast. I'm steering the podcast back into our normal uh, craziness. So if everyone would look in the Discord, I've pasted the image of the uh, hacked device. Yeah. Device. <laughs> oh so my God. I, I just want to get everyone's graphical like. I mean, is it good? Like, give, everyone give a number score of like, how, what, what okay, would you rate this compared to? The, hold on. Can we set compared the to, So the 10, 10 is Hackers, the movie. No. And zero no. is a PowerPoint about how you got uh, hacked. You know what? No, uh, for so, me, 10 for is me. when the North Koreans took over Sony and it was like the zombies reaching through the screen and the whole thing. That was pretty cool. That, that was, was pretty cool. That <laughs> was a solid nine, but I'm going to say a 10 was Cookie Monster virus in yes. movie Hackers. Exactly. Yes. Um, so a 10 would be another one of my favorites was it made all of your icons like fall to the bottom of your screen. Um, oh, yeah. Virus that was, a long time ago that did that, where literally everything fell to the bottom of the screen. And I remember correctly, if you had a computer that, you know, could like check, what is it, potentiometer or something like that, you could turn your computer and like your icons would roll around your screen. It was awesome. That I was will say, this is getting pretty high marks in the Discord. I, I, I took away one point for the grammatical error, which I'm sure Bronwyn also noticed. Oh, I gave and it I also, for the grammatical error. I also error. took away one point <laughs> for no, there's nothing moving. It, it, it needs. I, I, listen, this is this is 2023. Every, it's got to be moving, or else I'm not going to watch I, it. Okay, so <laughs> you're giving me- artistic memes and gifts. <laughs> memes. And My gifs. point is, the font is a really good size. It's okay. a nice red. It's eye popping. It gets to the <laughs> point in the cleanest, most efficient way. As far as slides go, this ain't a ten, right? This ain't even a nine, but it's a solid eight. It not too much text. That's important. I'm glad Did they you knew know the every equipment the- made in Israel is Cyber Avengers legal target. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, all, all right, right. Next article. Let's move on. Uh, do we want to talk about the Splunk zero day quickly? Oh, we got Splunked. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's a proof <laughs> Put that of into your pipe and Splunk it. Oh, a proof of a concept exploit for a high severity flaw in Splunk Enterprise that can lead to remote code execution has been made public. It's out on GitHub where mm. all good exploits go. And it's written in Python, like all good exploits should be written. Well, I mean, all of so is Splunk. Splunk is written in Python. So, <laughs> so it helps. Yeah. Python it 2, helps. mostly. Mostly yeah. Python 2. They're going to upgrade, though, eventually. Yeah, right now. they did. Yeah. So, oh, no, they just went to Cisco. They are never upgrading that. Oh, no. <laughs> They're going to no. buy power, uh, uh, Python 2 just to own the, like, the internal. No. no, but the interesting thing about it is it impacts Splunk 8 X for which there is no patch, 
because it's not supported anymore. Mm, it's dead. Ooh. We'll see about that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> we'll see about that. This is going to be another me... Microsoft. Like, okay, we're going to do a one-off patch for this one thing, just this one time, but you should all update. Oh, depends job. on how big, how, if their biggest customers on Splunk eight or not. Well, I, that's Splunk what I'm, I'm wondering now? how many Splunk eight instances are still out there. Like, yeah. The other thing about the showdown, this is, Batman, yeah, <laughs> quick to show that. So it says it says Splunk nine is as is uh, vulnerable too, but it also implies it's going to get a patch though. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. What, what he's saying is Splunk eight is vulnerable and it's not going to get a patch. Yeah, but um, basically the interesting thing about this, we're not going to go too deep in the weeds on the exploit itself. But the thing you need to know is that it is like a user land type of exploit from the UI. It is like a I uploaded a malicious document. It is not like I have backend access to Splunk. It, so, right. you know, that that QA analyst you gave access to Splunk like 16 years ago. So we could look, definitely look at the app logs from his app. He can exploit this. It, so question on that. Is it the 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 an analyst, someone with just regular level of kind of read access can use it? Or can someone insert the PDF into logs or something captured inside of Splunk. So right. could I, as an attacker... So, oh, you're saying so is it like, it's pre-authentication. All right, so the URL is... Um, the login URL in the code is en-us account login return to en account. So basically coming back into the same place. So that is the URL. So it's pre No, it requires auth, John. It requires auth. What? It, it does require auth. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. Here's the, here's the full URL. Then Splunk D upload indexing preview output mode, JSON, no binary check. All right. So yes, sorry. I, I, that I was yeah, reading. The so code. It's that is, that is where you're grabbing the variables for the authentication. Sorry. My bad. Yes. This is the, this is like a, an exploit in the Splunk web interface. Okay. So like if you're exposing this to the internet, shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, it's good uh, job not, search it's... ID. Um... So I'll ask. I'll ask one of the blue teamers here and, and wait as well because it's been a minute since I've been in Splunk. What would be the attack vector for this? Is this? It seems like analyst all you uploads need... a PDF. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so anybody. If you just up, so I'm I'm looking at the screenshots of it right now. You just upload an XML file and boom, you got access. So, yeah. know, depend, the, depending on your organization. Depending on your organization, right? If you're locked down properly, and like like Corey said, if your users have the proper permissions, I think you're going to be at least decently fine until that one person who has this upload action. Wait, but I've got Splunk a, can I've get got a, pretty locked down. It can be, um, but a lot of Splunk instances. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wait, are multi-tenant. That means that you can have people that are working tickets. They can tune things, and then you also have people that can just be viewers and can actually view alerts with no actual modifications to like the actual tickets or the alerts or detects. Def definitely or correct. Yeah. yeah so, you definitely can part partition it out, I would say, or like role base access pretty, pretty well. Um, as far as I, as like normal practices that I've seen in the past, it's usually the security team almost always has their own instance, at yeah. least the big corporations I have. And those ones are particularly locked down as well as the data sets. So you don't yeah. have to necessarily give every user permission to every data set that's in there. But this functionality looks like you just need to upload something. So hopefully you have all your apps locked down because there's, there's some crazy Splunk apps that let you do all sorts of stuff. But mm -hmm. with the XML stuff, I'm wondering if it just says upload malicious XML. 
isn't the dashboards are written in XML. So I'm wondering if you had dashboard creation permissions. So it's apparently search job requests. Yeah. So like basically anyone with search access could exploit this. Um, The other thing that I, you know, we were talking about MSS. I'll just go on, uh, go on the record and say that I will wager there's an MSS out there that has like a thousand plus users in Splunk that they don't know who any of them are. Like, um, I will say though, there is a, um, there is a workaround for those that can't patch. You can actually go in the config and you can disable, um, enable jobs XLT. You can turn that off, which basically could disable functionality. If, if people are uploading, um, search queries as XLTs, then you might be in trouble, but you can like, there is a workaround. So that's at least good. Maybe they won't have to patch Splunk 8. Okay. I so I'm reading the PDFC you... readme. Prequisites are Splunk credentials with upload permission to add data methods. That's I do pretty love high how you execute deal. the script via the Splunk, <laughs> via the new mm-hmm. search query. That That's pretty funny. I find that hilarious. It's Where did John's camera like followed him into a closet? Yeah, what is a, happening? A new... <laughs> Cracky camera, <laughs> <did>. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I just so so it'll follow me. I can lock it, but I can also unlock it. And uh, I don't know, whatever. It, it, hey it's, Siri, it's, send <laughs> alarm for four a.m. Anyway, moving on. There's a Siri. Ignore that. <laughs> Okay, who, what do we want to talk about next? You want to talk about own cloud? I feel like I haven't seen own cloud in a while, but I feel like what this is right up Ralph's alley. Let's jump alley. into own cloud. Let's Let, I got Ralph and I. I feel like both use own cloud in like circa 2013 and haven't touched it since. But I don't know what, still, what's up with it's this. Still thing? out there. I mean, it's a it's. I a thought PhD. next cloud was the thing. Well, yeah, anyway. because it's next. Get it? All right. Anyway, uh, like, um, I get it. <laughs> this is wait. This is another one where they're like maximum ten severity score. Yeah. Well, so here's the deal. Here's the, the council deal. of the it's, We're uh, waiting for this unicorn. So own cloud is just like a file share, like self-hosted or enterprise-hosted file sharing platform, right? So like the equivalent of like replacing your Dropbox, right, or um, you know Google Drive, and it's been around for a while. It's written in PHP. And obviously, there's a PHP vulnerability eventually that comes along. And this one is uh, remote code ex- exploitable. A lot of people have it exposed to the internet um, because it's designed for sharing files with other people. So um, kind of an easy exploit and definitely a ransomware target. I wonder yep. if this is going to be another one that's just going to just keep giving like Citrix bleed and just a lot of people. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm i curious. Like, honestly, I should just start doing this for every show. Just go in every show and look at what products are and then get showdown numbers for every single one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many it? are there? Let's yeah, see the numbers. I yeah, I would guess there's probably a decent number of these. I, I would also guess that there are a lot of um, managed deployments of this. And when I say managed yeah. deployment, I would say like Synology applications or, um, you know, cloud hosting providers that provide own cloud as a checkbox you can check in a web interface that stuff is going to be probably the slower to patch the people that are running their own will be able to easily patch it's mostly just like the you know as a service type deployments that are going to be probably well, the, other, the whole the other... stack was stood up in like one click of a button in amazon yes, type thing. exactly yeah, or yeah. or like in your synology nas that doesn't even get updates anymore because it's some app that some developer mm-hmm. stopped supporting or something well, the, yeah. the other Although, side if the move vulnerability taught us anything it's that even people who can patch 
won't necessarily. Yeah, right? I mean, so uh, that's yeah. what like uh, the self-hosted true. people. They're going to have the easiest access, but they're also going to be the least likely to like know that it's even out there. They're just like, I don't know. I just installed it and I wanted to get files. Like, I don't know that this someone's poor grandma is going to be like, remember your my yeah. computer you set up for me? It just says, please pay Bitcoin. I don't know what <laughs> yes, to do. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> NAS devices, we talked about Synology. Let's talk about. What is it? Zycel. It's definitely French. I feel like we have to <laughs> outline these because we will talk about how there's a critical vulnerability in like a home NAS product. And then like six months later, we'll be talking about it again when it gets used for some botnet. So <laughs> if you have a Zycel NAS, please go patch it or just rip it off the network. I don't know. You're calling. I mean, just assume <laughs> it's compromised at this point. This is a, yeah. this yeah. is a trivial exploit. Uh, the POCs out there. It's a know. it's a nice little combo. You know, you, you read through the comp. Go back up to all the CVEs, Ryan. You, you see those nice little you, like these. As an attacker, are just like the words it's command injection flaw. Beautiful, improper yes, authentication. Oh man, Chef's kiss. Like it, yeah, this is a <laughs> lot, and it's pretty bad. Well, Why but, were all these disclosed? Was it some researcher that just was like, I don't like these products? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that this product is like at the bottom of the barrel for their line. They do a lot of other stuff. So like they make firewalls and other next gen firewalls, but they make like one NAS. Okay, <laughs> All right, let's figure, let's figure out how proof. these vulnerabilities work. Figure out they how were these discovered vulnerabilities by work. bug proof. Which yeah. is and then, then we test all their other equipment if they're the flaws exist across everything they definitely right? didn't copy like... and paste any code don't ask no none right mm -hmm. i was about to say there's uh, an no entire bug bounty industry already <laughs> doing that now they're like Ooh, Did... what about their firewalls i mean you know we could talk about these vulnerabilities you know to we're blue in the face and we can say hey you know like don't connect this crap directly to the internet but yeah the the people who connect this crap directly to the internet frankly aren't listening to us right yes. there mm -hmm. <laughs> well it's also it's, uh what is it universal plug and play the the bane of the existence of yes. isps everywhere like basically for those that don't know universal plug and play is an application where a device on your internal network can say hey firewall i want to open a port and the firewall is like cool you don't know the password for me but i'm going to open the port for you and then let's so do it yeah. let's yeah, game so baby Woo. A lot of, <laughs> let's game yeah so a lot of the time i mean you need these, it for we need it. And honestly, like genuinely, I think we've as an industry moved more away from UPnP. Like it now it's more plug uh cloud-based stuff for video games. Like back in the day though, you had to like basically open your router to the internet to even play Halo. Well you had but, to read um, the you had to read the documentation. It was like you wanna uh, be able to host a game, you gotta go open up all these yeah, stores. Yeah. 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 So and I mean that's a reason why standby. Oh. Yes. <laughs> the long story short is that there's a chance that some of these NAS devices were exposed without people's knowledge. It didn't require you to go into the admin panel on your router necessarily and say, open this up to the internet. I accept the risks. It could just be something it did on its own for convenience. Yeah, I think you're I think you're really referring to a lot of what happened with like the Mirai botnet, if I'm remembering, because it was Mirai was the the DVR cameras, right? The DVR, the DVRs themselves for cameras. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. They yeah. All had so a, it would it would phone people didn't even know they could reach Log it in. from outside. Yep. Yeah. A lot of the people other just big plugged thing it is, in and walked away. Yeah, they don't think of it those as DVRs uh, weren't even like that big in the U.S. Like they were big in the U.S., but they were bigger out of the U.S. Yeah, so it's Chinese. like people with even less. Yeah. If anyone's considering making a botnet with this, uh, we can talk about how much jail time you might be facing. Uh, the, oh, Ooh, that sounds the fun. Uh, the Russian developer of the TrickBot malware pled guilty and now faces a 35 year sentence. How did they catch him in Russia? 
That's exactly, I was reading this article to try to figure out how they caught him and I could not find it in the article. I'm, I'm sure it's somewhere else. I didn't dig deep. I think honestly, we talked about it when he got arrested. We, we probably did. It talks about another, like a second person who got caught who wrote the malware as well. And that guy only got like six, I want to say like six years. And then this guy gets like 35. <laughs> so they catch him and I think they caught him. Because it's a hard knock life for us mm-hmm. it's a hard knock life <laughs> well because they're trying them in ohio right so they, like what law in ohio though well hold on hold on uh, I mean, as an ex-ohio, listen as an ex-ohio resident i gotta say like a lot of people live there okay just because we don't have anything notable doesn't mean it doesn't exist um mm. but yeah i mean basically i think Jeez. partially he's partially he's in ohio because there is a federal court in uh cleveland like there's a but Isn't anyway one in every state there was no, that, that, that's no. just where they found that's just where they found victims. If, so there I was mean, 10 victims in Northern District of Ohio, including Avon Schools, North Canton Real Estate Company, were defrauded of more than 3.4 mil. So basically, yeah. Like, okay, here, here we go. It's a local issue. He was extradited to the U.S. from the Republic of Korea in 2021 and grows a joint, a growing list of TrickBot member, members uh, who are in the crosshair of U.S. prosecutors. That's the one well, those no yeah. ban lists, right? You get on one of those, you can't go anywhere cool anymore. It's no, like, he was gone. extradited from, from China to Korea? <laughs> Not China. No, 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 no. He was from extradited Korea, from, from, Korea, from Korea. Oh, so he was in Korea. He was in Korea. And then they caught him there. I mean, listen, they're probably tracking him and waiting for him to go to the right country. And then they, cor- yeah. they coordinate with those countries' uh, law enforcement, and then they get him extradited. So can't 18 other members of the treaty. same botnet have also been sanctioned or, you know, targeted by sanctions so this is like, just the first one to decide he wants to go on a little weekend trip to korea a lot of times they know where they are and what they're doing they're just waiting for you know besides going there sending a helicopter picking them up and then throwing them off a ship they're just waiting for him to. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something you might have a personal experience with there Ralph. <laughs> we got one of my ukrainian suspects when uh the war heated up over there and uh, he decided that maybe it wasn't such a good time to be uh, uh-huh. pro-russian in ukraine and so uh he moved his family uh to turkey where they they picked him up it's like oh bad choice yeah. bad choice in turkey formerly known as turkey mm-hmm. so, yeah the the interpol picked him up it's uh, amazing they actually paid attention to the red notice 35 yeah. years in prison facing so, well, well yeah, in the u.s oh, too so 30. you don't get any free, oh. no free rides they're That's gonna throw gonna the ask. book at him, right? They gotta make. They gotta but, make okay, him. Okay, not to well. That so guy, it's but... minimum sentencing guidelines, right? So it's it's you know four to six months per offense, and it's easy to stack up, you know, hundreds of offenses. So back to Shodan. Where's all the? Would trick you button? rather be? <laughs> would you rather be in a U.S. prison or right now in Russia? U.S. prison. Ooh. U.S. prison. In which world? prison? Where in Russia? <laughs> Where in Russia? Good question. Good question. Let's no, clarify. Too many US, details. U.S. Club Fed. Yeah, <laughs> I hear the, the Club the Fed log is uh, pretty intense. Yeah. Moscow, okay. not as much. More rural Russia. Yeah. Well, maybe. you probably will get actually Moscow is where you want to be because they pull the people from rural Russia, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. They're taming well, the foxes, think, you know. Let's talk place. about a new high score in red teaming. Uh, someone reached a two year dwell time inside of NXP. Yeah. <laughs> this this, this story so cool. this is, one is so great. Bonkers. I was waiting for it. Mainly because more, NXP's, more of the company's response is, is yeah, bonkers. NXP's response is just insane. They were in there for two years. They came back and they said there was no material adverse effects, but their whole press release. I love the press release. It reads, we have 
from time to time, experienced cyber attacks attempting to obtain or access our systems and networks. Such incidents, whether or not successful, could result in misappropriation of our proprietary <laughs> There's literally a, a quote from uh, 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 Jake in this article. How yeah, many layers is it? This, this, is, this, is what they sent, this is what they sent their shareholders. Scroll up a little bit, Ryan. It's the text block up above, right there, that white okay. one. If you can zoom in on that. This is, I, I'm just going to say, this is the worst like, like, like briefing I have ever seen from a company about a breach. Like, so, okay, there may have like, been a hack, possibly, that could cause it. What they should have said is they should have just said they stole a bunch of stuff, but we think they're too stupid to figure out how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> In our oh, system so long, like we just that. assume it was us. It's got enough big like enough that. words. Chat GPT probably wrote this. To tell no, this, this, no. this is completely written by a lawyer. This is yeah. this is 100% written by a lawyer so that they have as many loopholes to argue about the <laughs> statement when brought and in front of Rob. no I'm not way. Kidding. No yeah. way that's going to backfire, right, Ian? Like, oh, no. It's Yeah, exactly. No. Like, you can see this go to court and be like, drats, it's ironclad SEC. Uh, There's okay. nothing we can do. This is like the Michael Scott quote where he's like, do not ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone at any time for any price. <laughs> you know going? Exactly. Now, when I read this, I read it in Michael Scott's voice. Like, yeah. oh, thanks. I needed that from time to time. Like, no, from, from time to time, the beginning of time until now, we uh, don't have there can be back. there can be no assurance that this or any breach or incident will not have material <laughs> impact on our operations or financial results in the future. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know, think as, yeah. as we've seen recently with Okta, you know, it's like, oh, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe there's a little bit wrong. Oh, shit, they got everything. No, no, uh -oh. no, you've missed the step. It was just a few customers. Oh, shit, it's all. Yeah. PlayStation I mean, just did the same thing, too. Yeah, Spoonie. that's exactly. Oh, and Target, too. We, just yeah, once. They were like, oh, it was just, just a tiny once. bit of people. And then a year I, I later, want they're a like, company oh. to come out and say, you know what? We got hacked. We don't know what they took. So we're <laughs> assuming they took everything. We'll let you know if it's smaller than that. But then I guess this is why I'm not I'm not in crisis we'll communications, you know. We'll let you know if it's smaller than that. Stay with tuned. With the dates on I, this, does it say it, that it happened in 2017 and then no, no, uh, yeah, lasting, lasting in, from from late 2017 late? until the beginning of 2020. So again, and how are we just figuring out this? Only, oh, oh, like yeah, almost that's 2024. How did like, they find out this happened? Somebody was investigating another incident. And in a saw different them company logging into <laughs> NXP systems from the hack systems of the other company. Th they That's don't have any they logs. They're literally just like, we don't know what they have. We don't They're know if we're screwed list. or not. But at, uh, so far, none of the factories are shut down. Oh, okay, my thanks, God. Bye. I, it's, I that, have... it's that old argument. You don't keep the logs, so you can't figure out if you're hacked. Right. It's working. <laughs> it's working. It works it's for totally VPNs. Working. It's got to work for companies. Oh, my it's God. What a weird theory about this. So, how much of this do you think is shaped? by the people who sat down and said we have to write this and someone goes we should probably like be as vague as possible because uh that no. guy in texas at solar winds he's gonna go do time yeah <laughs> we don't say anything real specific well no because now he has to go back because now he has to go back through all the statements he made between 2017 <gasps> and 2020 and mm. make sure he doesn't have any emails that said we're totally hacked right, and exactly. also that he didn't make any statements at the same time yeah. that says we're totally not hacked 
Ian, uh, you just had like something pop in my head. They're like, we've got to be as vague as possible. First draft. No, (laughs) vaguer. Okay. Then they came back. This looks like three or four drafts deep. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like a draft, like after they consulted legal. And then they said, okay, let's let's take that that approved legal draft and add a bit more vagueness to it because <laughs> there's, there's just some things in there that i'm like it's either like they say in the discord like either you know your 150 dollar you know lawyer or just somebody ran it through that legal filter and then added their and then own they kicked own. it out they, it's they one of those they, two they did a little bit of tuning and kicked it out yeah they had a contest yeah. to see who could yeah. come up with the with the best vaguest thing that legal would approve and they won a gold prize. And by the way, exactly. if you're ever at a conference and I'm at that conference, I owe you dinner because this is spectacular. Or so said it good. Use yeah. chat GPT to write it prompt. Be as vague as possible. Hey guys, we're running out of time and we've well, been we... tiptoeing around it. Let's let's move on to Okta because well, yeah. wait, before what? we do, we have to we have to say there's gonna be a job posting new at NXP. security hiring security engineers with three plus years of dwell time i mean security experience (laughs) 10 to 15 dollars per hour yeah 10 to yeah but no octa yeah sorry for derailing but yeah octa it's worse than we thought somehow but it's honestly though i will say whoa whoa did you not think that this wasn't coming dude well, I well, think we I talked say, about it on this show. That yes. is coming. I, I think, and my reaction is it's not actually that bad. Like, okay, they got a list <laughs> of all Octa. I, I, I absolutely agree with them. No, no. I absolutely here's agree my thing. with them. Okay, guess what? They said, we have a list of all the Octa customers. So do I. All the logins are public. Company.octa.com. It's not that hard. Hey, they got I their role too. If anything... If anything, this. this list is just a target list, right? Because it yeah, shows their name, their email list. address, Anything and their level. Anything.octa.com. Well, like, well no, I, I feel they like they actually <laughs> have the users and their level of no, permission. they don't. Right? They don't have users. No, I, All they have is, do they have users? No, if you go go to the actual Octa's uh, report about it. Let's see where, because I, I went off. Uh, uh, the way uh, I Octa saw Breach. it is it is a customer list of all the Okta customers, which I already they have because I have OSINT. That's how I write they it. Have, I could be uh, wrong. Company, company name, user type, address, username, and email. And uh, is that within for every that, they single have, customer or is that just for like the PLC? That's what no, no, saying. no. Guys, there. it's not. Look. It's not every single customer. I hate people ripping on Okta for this stuff. It was 99.6% of their customers. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't everybody. Solid Stop rounding up. Leave Okta Stop rounding up. So it's just the company support accounts, right? So that's like, what? I mean, you have your password guessing list is like 10 things longer. I already had I, every user. I, I, I knew my I problem that. with all of that, Corey, is like, what magical database only holds those fields? Right. Like, oh, a CRM database. I mean, like, seriously. So probably I would say nowadays, 50% of breaches have no passwords. I'm going to push back on the CRM database, right? Because the CRM database is going to have pricing information, right? And that can be a huge deal, right? If that gets exposed and all of these customers are like, wait, you got charged twice as much as me? And in my... (laughs) In my contract, it said I got the best available price. I smell lawsuit. It's um, a big win for capitalism. Come on. I, I mean, <laughs> I love this type of capitalism. This, is, this like, isn't over either. I mean, no. do, do you all not remember the RSA secure ID breach? It's like, 
Oh, first it was just customer data. Oh, then it was secrets. Oh, then it was our entire fucking algorithm. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, no. Oh, no. It's all of the ASC or XML seed files for every right. single customer. And oh, by the way, we aren't going to replace those for all of our customers. Right. If you want new ones, suck it and buy new ones. Like, holy hell. Like, yeah. Hey, but if you're, in their, uh, if you're in their Fed ramp, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this isn't done. No, I agree. For now, though, I am coming down on the side of I don't think it's that big of a deal because most of this I can OSINT. They literally have user enumeration as a feature on their entire website. Like, I I don't, it's not, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. I I, I just said on this one. But but, but but here's the (laughs) thing I really want it to get worse between now and the end of the year, right? Because Okta with this is in the running, right? When now. are your shorts in... coming to, John? Oh, yeah, what are my yeah. shorts <laughs> Oh, John's got shorts on the market. What am I? Am I the new Wall Street bets guy? Yes. Uh, the, you know their stock? Value? Like, I I'll just they... destroy the stock for security companies. Think... Hold your hey, hands up. Are they diamond? Are they diamond yeah, hands? They're not diamond. Hold, dude. hold. Um, but here's the deal. Right now, Okta is in the running. It's not there yet, right? Equifax has it. They're in the running for worst cybersecurity year ever. And mm. if it comes out that it's more than just like email address, first name, last name, address of their customers, they could take that mantle. Okta, they, it could be yours. You they lost be- $2 billion in market cap but over- still- that's yeah. a good start. That's a good start. It's not still, gonna, listen, it's not John has win. all the Black Hills money invested in shorts on Okta. It's got to go lower. <laughs> I think we need the InfoSec Razzies. Like we need the like. There's all these SC Media Awards for like most. Okay, we company. can do it. Let's we do it. We need the InfoSec uh, Razzies. Let's do it. We we, listen, we need to do it. It's Tony happening. A, it's happening. Don, we need to do this in San Francisco. We need to do this in San Francisco. Right. During RSA, and we need oh to talk to the, the B sides, oh, folks. What a crowd! Yeah, so we need to have the infosec Razzies. Like, what is like the worst code vulnerability? What is the worst? Actually, didn't Dan Kaminsky? I, I, say, I thought they that have was a black thing. It's the ponies. It's the no. pony awards. No, 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 no. That goes the to the researchers. It's the wall of like sheep. Pretty much were awards. Yeah. It's so, kind okay, of the ponies. Here's, we just do it on the show. Big. That's the last show of the year. Is just the best. The awards of 2023 of like worst. Yeah, because we can have our own. Boy, right? yeah, we can have our <laughs> yeah. own. You have yeah. the Screen Actors Guild. You can have the Oscars too. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. You're right. You're right. Oh, There's cool. always a little I would bit more room. That you think about it. That you meditate on it. <laughs> I'm gonna think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Approved. Like my 3D printers already going in the background. And where's your stamp? We we yeah. need a stamp. Oh, yeah, mother risk accepted stamp. It's right here. And this show legal, not sponsored you need one by anyone legal. else. <laughs> Keep that legal way risk close. accepted. So <laughs> legal risk accepted. I I don't know. I I I just I like like I and, and I and I think Hal's with me on this. Like if they're like this is all that they got. I'm like in what system is that the only thing that's stored? Oh, like it's always worse. So I don't know. I mean, honestly, if we're giving out these awards, it's tough because like if we're going based on scope of data compromised, there's so I mean, with the movement breach, there's so many like there's yeah. I think well, there's I think so the much data thing, out yeah, there from that's, every that's company a, that's right a now. Downstream failure award, though. Like, that's the gift yeah. that keeps on giving award versus to the direct impact award. Right. So well, they already have been been torn up by the MGM breach and all the other stuff. And like 
I mean, we don't know if there was. But just because in- they built a feature called reset all MFA factors doesn't mean it was their fault. <laughs> I mean, we don't know that. We okay. don't know that. Maybe there's something that, in there. It, if they know. have that and the attackers hit that button, they'd win that award. No, they no, do. No, that's literally they do. the they have one. They do. reset all MFA features. No, I mean, if this if this Octa thing elevates the level, it's like actually all of our customers, all of your shits reset. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the story a couple of weeks ago where the attackers yeah. actually filed the SEC 8K. Yeah. That was freaking beautiful. Oh, yeah, it was so, gorgeous. Uh, that's like that's you're saying hacking Octa built point. like a doomsday device into their network. <laughs> Octa self-destructs. Everybody loses access to everything. Like, why did like, you code so that in? I don't What's know. It seems like a good no, idea. Don't worry about that. You know, it's fine. it was just in the sprint. I don't know. No one. Yeah. Just because right. we could, we didn't stop to think that we should. I well, it's bad. And and Octa might find that it's worse. Like I mean, I had a a, a story where they said that you know Octa seems to have had a filter set. So when they ran the same things that you know to go hey what did the attackers get they go okay they only got this much and apparently they noticed that filter re-ran it and they're like oh they got everything so maybe there's going to be another layer to this to where they find another filter that was turned on and they go oh we turned that filter off and wait they got actually everything so yeah oh sorry there was actually a foreign key in that database that was all mfa factors or something it it was just one of those like hidden columns in the database or something i just yeah does anybody know we didn't got to do the ir is it one of these you know like fixed bid lowest bid i i doubt that very strongly i'm i'm willing to bet that they've got they went all the way to the tippy top for this thing i bet you they got mandiant going on this one well, I most mean, insurance providers will dictate that anyway, so probably. Yeah, but Octa, I'm willing to bet, is going to put a lot of their own money. They're not going to be like to their insurance company. What's the best firm we can get for $120 an hour? Like, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, and their insurance company will be like, we can't get in. We use Octa. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> so I haven't heard from anybody that I know who's working. At. That's all I can say. So. That actually curious. scares me a little bit, Hal. I know. Right? It should. It should, should, we, should we phone a friend? Should we call Jake? <laughs> John, out. good news. Those Octa shorts are really going to pay off. They're going to. Yeah. They're coming in. They're coming they're in. Coming in. Those are. Yeah. They're... I love. I love talking to my friends, and eventually, like, like you know, how the conversations like that somebody gets real quiet. They're like, I can't talk about that anymore, and everyone at the table is like, Yeah, it's you. <laughs> that sucks. Drinks on us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't had one of those speak- conversations yet, John. That's all I could say. So <laughs> at least you can't say it publicly. So no. I, I, right. I want to make one like joke about a story that we didn't take because I, I just would have been so impressed if the attackers would have done this. So the Dollar Tree hack. Oh yeah, they made yeah, everything and enough dollars. <laughs> Actually, that's, oh my I, god! I was like, why they stole the data from? So they stole a bunch of employee data, and I'm like, why? Why did they not just just for the fun? deploy crypto mining that made them pay like a dollar 25 <laughs> so hold it on hold like, on it's like what? i can i can clear this one up i can clear oh. this one up i actually read this article so they were compromised via a third party so they have like a data analytics company that they have and they had all this data on dollar tree employees and customers and they were actually compromised as opposed to dollar tree directly themselves so, yes yes so this is a third SSNs. party yes. yeah so, it's called yeah. zeroed in. They're actually changing the name to zero dade. Woo! I, uh, ooh, nice, <laughs> nice, well played. Sir. I'm I'm not a web designer. I went to their website though, and it needed improvement. I am. Um, 
with this particular one, I, this is one of those things I always talk about with companies. They're like doing third parties going to the cloud. And I still come back to, even with this story, right? The story isn't Dollar Tree got hacked, even though it was. Like when you get down, one of the third party providers was was hacked. And we see that again and again and again and again. And that actually creates a nice level of plausible deniability insofar as being culpable for what happened. Um, so there you go. Win one for the cloud and third party. Well, services. hold on. Is, is anyone shocked that the company that's all about being super cheap didn't shell out for the best third party provider? Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. Like, I, just watched, I just watched the John Oliver uh, thing. As someone who has a dollar tree in their brutal. hometown. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. The rat weeping? segment in it, where it's like the tough. rat is like ignoring the Pringle, that section literally. <laughs> the rat died. is ignoring the Pringle. The, yeah, they're, they're trying to hand a Pringle to a rat. I like, I, 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 that's probably how they're going to do incident response. They're just going to go on Twitter and say, hey, can anyone help out with this? We have all these logs just sitting out on the floor. Some today. random customers like, I believe in my Dollar Tree, I'm going to help out. So, <laughs> uh, and by the way, just to close it out here, I got to say, you know, we're talking about all these, you know, recent hacks and and new cvs and stuff like that and and yet you know if you look down in the in the under microsoft we still got you know twenty thousand out of out of date unpatched local exchange servers 2013 and below available on the internet so just chilling just, just chilling just yeah. just chilling Those so don't worry about your freaking zyxel devices or your Splunk instances Once, or anything like that. When there's twenty thousand freaking Exchange twenty thirteen and older systems out there. Once again, well, Hal, you have to stop talking to those people because they're not tuning into the show. Okay, they're not our target audience at all. Like no one's like, oh, I found this. No, it's like and, you said earlier, right? I mean, those yeah. those people that are running that, I don't know. They could be hacked and they just don't care because the email. I, I also oh. I, I can't believe this. Oh. I didn't notice this before, but on Zeroed In's website. That also it says we serve many clients across many industries, and the first one is Department of Defense. Oh, <laughs> no. oh no! Did you see the, uh, okay. oh, the you know, dollar store reported first? So I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, dollar <laughs> store wasn't the only company affected by it. There was two million people affected. They said, and oh. they got names, dates of birth, and social security numbers. And as we know, Dollar Show only has three employees. So, like, <laughs> well, the question, I mean, is, the question is, is that anybody that was involved with the DOD, haven't they already had their data? Oh, so many times. They're already, so yeah. many times. But normally so it's times. by it's just another. It's just states. another one. No, so normally. It's, yeah. Just throw yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it on the pile. What was, yeah. what was the OWA vulnerability? It was a while ago, maybe two, three years ago. And the FBI and I think CISA actually went around patching it on the internet. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. That was one of like 10, 15 zero days for on-prem yeah. exchange. Yeah. OWA yeah, yeah. I'm wondering so at what bad. point that just doesn't become a service with this 20,000. They're like, can we just knock these out? Oh, that's called remediation services. Dude, lots of the big four people are trying to sell that to all their hacked customers. Yeah. If you wait long enough, the FBI and Sizzle will do it. Do it for free. You can already you. get a free pen test from Sizzle. They search that, that, anyone. Ransomware just they... needs to bundle it into their product. Or I'm telling just, you, they unransom you and they patch Dude, you. Dude, yeah, Wait, that's true. You're they right. Oh, that's what yeah. ransomware people out there. 
that yeah just roll that into your service like you know well, just the, the, doing it on the cloud not only not only will we unlock your systems but we're going to patch and update your systems from here on out that's reoccurring somewhere <laughs> authors we're going to put you in a subscription model see and we're going to patch you the whole that's time too good as long as you're subscribed to clop premium you'll be able to get all the latest patches and we won't social engineer you at all unless required here right. at ShatteredSpider.io, we believe that security <laughs> is our business, and we're the best people to help you secure your environments because we know a thing or two because we've caused an incident or two. And we don't <laughs> query the dark web. We are the dark web. Oh, our dark customer web. service <laughs> will always us. ask for your password. Graham just pointed <laughs> out, <laughs> and you can't unsubscribe. And you don't even yeah. have to worry about giving us a credit card because we uh, already have that on file. We are we'll we'll just take take just call this a protection racket, right? I mean, you know, like, we'll take it'd be, it'd be a terrible you. thing if something were to happen to one of your servers, capiche? Tomato, tomato, yeah. come on. I, uh, <laughs> I think it's funny because somebody contacted me last week. They're like, you guys are so glib. All these bad things are happening in computer security and you guys just laugh about it. And it's horrible. It's impact. I'm like, oh, buddy, I, I've been doing this a long time. Not as long as how, but I've been doing this a long time. This is the way we cope. Okay, yeah. this is yeah. it. the way we survive. This is the way we survive. Alcoholism, people. If you we choose. Took, if we took all this, <laughs> yeah, and, and John, I I dug out probably a really old T-shirt that you remember that says, "We drink because you don't change your passwords." Yes, we need and to bring. So that it's back. like we we laugh because. I'll fill in the blanks. You don't change your password because you there's still exchange twenty thirteen boxes on the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Every, Ra every Raza time said, "We are anonymous. We do not forgive. We do not forget." All for fifteen dollars per user per month. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, ten years ago when it when it went you know unsupported, I said I would still be forensicating um, server two thousand and three boxes in twenty twenty three. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and here I am. You know, it's like I hate being what, right about that shit. Once you again, you, you if you don't learn how to laugh at yourself or the industry or both, like heartily, like you're it's it's a dark place like it's a really dark place like i kind of what started going down that route and you guys all pulled me out because i was pretty salty at the Aww. beginning of the show today um was humorous for that well you did drive, your car, you drive your car through well, i just yeah. i just hate it when i find out <laughs> shit like that and i'm like how did i miss this like what the living hell is wrong with people at any rate. here john here's a cute cat to help God, he's a this is Pacha. He he's he's in a little diapy and he's gonna have a GoFundMe soon. So Aww. stay tuned. Aww. Yeah. He's eyes. alive. There we he's go. Alive. He's, he's I feel sleeping. better now. All right. That's it, everybody. Give us the finger. Let's get out of here. We'll see you next week. I don't think he can, but you know, it's uh no, we oh, wait. Yeah, everyone put your oh. hand up to the screen and do your no, best. Later, everybody. I'm out of here. Don't know.